Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a startup expert and author from India, Purnima Shanoi. Purnima, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ashutosh. Such a pleasure to be on this show. Thank you. Purnima is the Chief Executive Officer of Hummingbird Advisors. She's an author of a book titled Accelerating Her Business, and we'll talk about that. And she sits on the board of several companies. So Purnima, let's start with Hummingbird Advisors. Tell me a little bit about this venture and what you do here. Sure. Uh, Ashutosh, I started Hummingbird Advisors nearly two years ago. Mm -hmm. I had done three startups earlier. The first one was in the HR space. Mm -hmm. The second one was an edtech company. And the third was uh, with an accelerator. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of the things I realized that young companies need a lot of support and help. Correct. So at Hummingbird, we work with young companies mm -hmm. uh, to help them scale up. Mm -hmm. It could be getting co-founders or key management team players, mm -hmm. uh, get their funding, uh, get their story in place, their financial model, and maybe get the first few customers and mentors. Mm -hmm. So that's what we focus on at Hummingbird. And having been with the semicon industry for a long time, mm -hmm. I'm working with three semicon companies right now, mm -hmm. in addition to two others. Mm -hmm. So typically we work with a max about four customers at any given point of time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, you just mentioned that startups have a lot of challenges that you help them with. For my viewers and listeners, can you tell us what are some of the challenges a lot of startups face? Uh, typically, uh, I'm based at Bangalore, and we have a lot of technology startups out here. Mm. So we find that often the founders are great technology folks, mm. but they need complementary skills in terms of can they get a business person as a co-founder? Mm. Uh, can they get their, you know, their first round of funding or the next round of funding? Mm. You know, everybody is okay to put in a Series B, but mm. is anyone going to put in pre-Series A? Uh, also, uh, how do they validate it in the marketplace? Who are the people who are going to open doors for them? Mm. So in a way, uh, we work as, a, you know, as almost de facto operational partners mm -hmm. for a given period of time and handhold the, uh, you know, the founder until he gets to a stage where you know, he's comfortable enough, he or she, to take off. Okay. So you know, when I was reading about you, you say that you work with cross-border startups on scaling up. Um, what is a cross-border startup? And please give me an example of some of the work you are doing. Sure. So the cross-border for me has been basically Bay Area companies and uh, Bangalore. Mm -hmm. So these are two interesting geographies. And for a lot of startups, it's often a whole part of their world. Mm -hmm. so let me speak about some of the companies that I'm working with. Yeah. One of them is a very large public limited technology company that wants to acquire a design services company in India, mm -hmm. preferably if they have 100 people based at Bangalore. Mm -hmm. The other one is a platform which wants someone to help them with their, it's a Bay Area based platform, which wants someone to be strategic advisors for their India plans. Mm -hmm. The third is a technology company that wants to enter India mm -hmm. and wants uh, advice on what should be the India entry strategy. Mm. The fourth is an Indian company that wants to enter the US market and we have helped them get into the best accelerator in the world over there mm -hmm. in that particular space. Mm. So what I would mean by cross-border help and cross-border expertise. Amazing. And I would imagine you have a, 
a series of uh, people who can handle tax matters, legal matters, and all this for a lot of the start startups, is it? Obviously, one cannot be an expert in everything. Sure. So we have some amazing partners whom we work with. Uh, for legal, we do work with Shwetambari Rao at K-Law. She's a mm -hmm. senior partner there and so amazingly tuned to the needs of startups. Mm -hmm. For financial modeling, we work with Nag at Prequate. So these are two great partners to have, and they are steady partners for these two areas across companies. Wonderful. So, Purnima, uh, based on all your experience of supporting so many startups, what would we say are some of the reasons why several startups don't make it? It's sad when a startup fails because there's so much of passion that goes into the idea and making a company. Correct. Uh, so there are reasons sometimes. One most important reason is the product market fit. Mm. If you have not validated it early enough, mm. uh, you know, or you have not tweaked your model early enough, then you will have failures. Second is when uh, the co-founding team mm -hmm. uh, do not have the same value systems mm. or don't have complementary skills. Mm -hmm. And third is if you don't have money in the bank to do what you want, mm. you uh, you know, you need to pay salaries for good people. Mm. You need to test your ideas. Mm. So in my mind, these are three reasons why companies could suffer and fail. Mm. And when it comes to uh, funding, there is this million dollar question that is often asked. Should a startup entrepreneur bootstrap as long as possible or should they raise money whenever it's available? What are your thoughts? That's a tough one. So uh, if I look at product companies, right? See, there are different models. You have B2C companies that need to hit the market very fast and they need a lot of money for marketing. Mm -hmm. uh, you have B2B companies which have a long sell cycle and take a lot of time to recover their dues. Mm -hmm. And then you have product companies who have a long gestation cycle. Mm -hmm. For all of them, you know, I find the most... Uh, uh, greatest overhead is good talent mm -hmm. and a company is only as good as its people. Correct. Okay. Whether it's a product or services company, you have good people, you know, with complementary skills and strengths, you can go far. Mm. Salaries are needed. People cannot bootstrap salaries. How mm. far will only ESOP take you? Correct. So often I see companies need money in the bank. It mm. could be your own savings. It could mm. be through HNIs or early stage funds, but some yeah. money does not harm you. Hmm. Well said. And the other question that is often asked about a startup is when should a startup start to scale up? Ha. So that uh, is a question I would again come back to your B2C, B2B product or services companies. Mm -hmm. So product com let me typically speak about product companies that have a long gestation cycle. Mm. So they might need to do uh, some amount of uh, uh, you know, prototypes or MVP before they go to the market. So mm -hmm. their gestation cycles will differ. Mm -hmm. Their scale-up model will differ from a services company. So it's mm -hmm. difficult to have one answer for this question. Mm -hmm. No, no, I know. I mean, uh, nothing about the startup world can have one answer. It's just, I'm only asking you to share perspectives, you know, which because then our viewers and listeners can find out. But thank you for your response. So uh, let's now uh, talk a little bit about your book, uh, Accelerating Her Business. Uh, tell me about the book and your hypothesis to write the book. 
Ashutosh, you touched something very dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm going to expand a little bit on this. Sure. Okay. As a woman and as an entrepreneur, one is always seeing a, a different kind of mm -hmm. uh, issues or needs. Mm -hmm. So when my co-founder Supriya Panchangam and I were speaking about the needs of women as entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. we realized that there was a big gap in the market. Mm -hmm. We had accelerated between us nearly 100 companies mm -hmm. and the theme of problems for women to be accelerated as entrepreneurs was totally different. Mm -hmm. So we did a lot of research actually. Mm -hmm. We validated it. We spoke to a lot of people. We put it together and we mm -hmm. created a book for accelerators and incubators okay. to accelerate women entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, we had a lot of good, uh, we got good blessings from a lot of people like Ravi Venkatesh Mohandas Pai who was so supportive in supporting our ideas. Mm -hmm. We also got great guys like Harappa Education, Wadwani Foundation, mm -hmm. who supported some of, uh, you know, supported us in this initiative. Mm -hmm. I'm very happy to tell you that the book was number six on business entrepreneurship on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And that felt very good. Wonderful. But uh, it's, it's, it's a good book. It's a guidebook. It's, there's no theory in it. It's very, very practical. And mm -hmm. I'm very happy when people say, you know, this is working for us. Wonderful. So would you like to share with my viewers and listeners some of the specific challenges that women entrepreneurs face that you have addressed in this book? So uh, we have addressed this to accelerators and incubators who mm -hmm. are trying, who are building cohorts of women are focused on. You know, so we talk about focus and even small things like um, when you plan a timetable for a cohort. Mm -hmm. It's so much, you know, people plan cohorts on weekends. I'm giving you a small example. Yeah. Women prefer co uh, sessions, you know, mentoring sessions or acceleration sessions on weekday afternoons. Mm -hmm. Okay, because weekends are for family. Mm. And end of the day and beginning of the day are for their business because women businesses are so, women are so operational in their approach also to their business. Mm -hmm. So we said, you know, even the timings, uh, the size of the cohort, the kind of funding that they should get, the kind of mentoring. So we address all these issues in great detail. Okay. So uh, let me now move to uh, the last segment of our conversation, which is, you know, your uh, role as an independent director. You sit on several boards and uh, a lot of people find it difficult to accept board positions because of the incredible fiduciary responsibility that comes with it. My first question to you is, what do you look for before accepting a board position? Okay, so Ashutosh, let me begin by saying, I say more, no more often than I say yes. Mm -hmm. So in the last one year, I've said no to four board positions because it was not what I, uh, it was not in line with what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So the most important thing for me is that there should be a management which you can respect and which has very high integrity. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what is that track record? It's today in today's world is very easy to find out track records. There's so much online, so many references that can be done off record. Mm -hmm. so I think those are important. Also, who are the other directors? Mm -hmm. You know, it shows the, who are the other directors. What is their track record? Mm -hmm. I mean, that is all very telling. Mm -hmm. And lastly, who reached out to you? Mm -hmm. No, was it a recruiter? Was it a company secretary? Was it the CEO? Was it the chairman of the board? All mm -hmm. of these things give you different messages. Mm -hmm. So when people ask me, how can I become a director on the board? I said, look at all these points. Okay. Nothing can replace integrity. Fair I mean, for me, that is the soul of it. I mean, even if there is a dot of gray, mm -hmm. I would be very concerned. 
wonderful and from the 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 the, the position of an an uh, an independent or a non executive director what is the level of transparency you seek in the boardroom 100% mm-hmm. so uh, i sit on the board of nseit and it's a wonderfully transparent organization there is so much of dialogue between the directors and the management mm-hmm. uh, i would say 100% uh, uh, transparency is needed and discussion is needed mm-hmm. the laws are getting tougher you know uh, you should not get penalized saying that i did not know or i was unaware and mm-hmm. if a person is uncomfortable i would step away from the board rather than continue getting it for a sitting fee mm-hmm. nothing is worth sleeping well in the night absolutely right well said so my last question to you now purnima and this is uh, for a lot of our viewers and listeners uh, based on your vast experience of working with startups and as a an author and as a board member what would you say are three lessons you would want our viewers and listeners to take away from our conversation first thing there is no substitute for hard work mm-hmm. luck is important but there's absolutely no substitute for hard work mm-hmm. the second thing is networking and often women are uh, step back from this mm-hmm. and my advice especially to women is finally your net worth is your network mm-hmm. so please network meet with people formally or informally mm-hmm. the third thing is to have a passion besides your work you know you need something that helps you switch off mm. it could be watching ott it could be running cooking walking but have something which if you start early enough it develops as you grow older mm. and you know all of this is possible only if you have very good family support mm. you know it could be a spouse a partner your children your parents so that is something we tend to take for granted but mm. i think covid has taught us that nothing should be taken for granted mm. so well, i think happiness family and friends are also very important wonderful wonderful putting on that note uh, thank you so much for speaking to me thank you for talking to me about your amazing journey and all the great work you are doing supporting so many startups thank you also for talking to me about your book and uh, for the wonderful lessons thank you again and good luck Thank you Ashutosh. Thank you very much for your candor. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You videocast and podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube. Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.